0: The contents of this show are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information on the show does not create a client therapist relationship and should not be taken as professional advice. Before making any decisions regarding your health care, ask your personal physician or mental health care professional or call 911 for any emergencies.
1: We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Erin. Well ladies! Hello. Here we are. Here we are. Back in the studio. Back in the saddle again. And I was going to say, like, back in, what's that song? Back in the, uh, yeah, Yeah,
0: I don't know that one. Keep going. I I, I don't know that one. I love when people sing songs and they just know the the main (laughs) chorus and they're like. (laughs) 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 Um, That's me
1: a lot of the time. That's me too.
2: I just make up the words. I'm like, whoa, that really did not, those were not the lyrics I thought I would Wait, do you know I time. love karaoke?
1: No, oh, no, yes. So I bought one last Christmas, and a karaoke machine thing. Yes, and there was so much karaoke over Christmas last year. That's amazing. For days, it was so fun. And by the end, my,
0: <laughs> my vocal cords. Yeah, they were kind of like <laughs> they were
1: fried, or whatever. Did you ever do <laughs> Tiffany? Oh yeah. What's your oh, no. go to? What, oh, yeah. What's your go to song? I don't really have one, necessarily. Just all the songs? Oh, yeah, all the songs.
2: I feel like I get such stage fright with the karaoke idea. Okay, so when I was little, my mom told me, Honey, don't sing, you're tone deaf. And <gasps> ever since then? EMDR. No. Oh, I should have no. EMDR that shit.
0: Raindrops so keep wait, falling wait, on wait, my head. wait, wait. So if I had a karaoke party, would you come? I would but I would feel you? like I would need to like practice that doesn't mean my eyes soon be I think, turning I think that's yes. red that yes, cries come. not for me cause <laughs> I'm never gonna stop the rain by complaining <laughs> that's a yes
2: because she's I'm dancing. free <laughs>
0: and nothing's worrying me alright right. right. we're we're just gonna and we're all set we on okay, that's a wrap <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps going and she's still singing so, so, Best part of your day. Yes, today. Okay. In
1: studio.
2: We are talking about... <laughs> we have the three of us. That's In studio today, we have the three of us. Okay, I'm like, where is she going with this one?
1: <laughs> Here we are. We're going to talk about a few ideas that came up from... Feather Burkhauer's interview. Super powerful interview. Yeah. Sure was. I was
2: like, damn, such good stuff. Like, high, high value. And Mm -hmm. And such a a good reminder because, like, I read the book. I'm all about, like, her Facebook page, all the freebies and resources she provides. Yeah. I'm, like, all about it because it's just so good. And then even hearing her and talking with her, it was just, like, Oh, that's a good reminder. Like I I forgot that little piece or that little it's just a a good reminder of like stuff.
1: Well, and even the fact that as kids get older, it's still so important for the adult to be taking responsibility to prevent any kind of sexual assault or anything like it is my responsibility for my children from here on out. But I think like even that is such a powerful reminder. Oh, yeah. Or like as life changes Mm -hmm. and situation changes.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it was was, a good
1: one. It really was. So... A number of resources came up, and two of them that stuck out particularly. Hey, before we do that, oh, oh snap! Look, look at her. Look at her.
2: A listener review. We got another one, and this one. We, got an, we act so surprised. <laughs> we're we're like literally asking for them every single episode. Please review. Please share. And then we're like, oh gee. Guess guess <laughs> I'm <so> who's surprise? <laughs> what a five star review. Guess Whoa, who dear. Guess who wrote
1: this one though? Who da- one of the OGs, Jenny Weens. Oh, yay.
2: But Wait, wait, wait. It's her husband, right?
1: No. That's actually her son's oh. account. So I talked to her and I said, oh. <laughs> hey, I saw that you wrote a review. Thank you. And she was like, oh, my pleasure. Oh, and then we thanks, talked about Jenny. how it actually says Jake, but it's Jenny. Yeah, because I was okay. like, oh, okay. is that her okay.
2: husband? I don't know.
1: So Jenny wrote, I feel more connected after dot, 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 five stars.
0: I love this. Oh.
2: After listening, probably because oh, see it cuts off like the long so. titles. Okay,
0: we do this every time. <laughs> do we? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love There's how always we always confusion. We, I love every how time. we always just
2: everything's new every time. <laughs> <laughs> beginner's mind, people. Here Here we beginner's go.
1: mind <laughs> Jenny wrote, "I feel more connected <laughs> after listening." And then she says, I love this podcast for so many reasons. I feel like I'm sitting at the table talking to old friends, and the laughter is contagious. The topics are interesting, relatable, and I always have a takeaway after I listen to it. For anyone needing a boost during their day or some amazing resources for staying connected in general, give it a listen to feel less alone in life. Whoop,
2: whoop. Thank you, Jenny. Thank, Thank you, you, Jenny. Jenny. Hey, Anna. Yeah?
1: You know Aaron's a pretty badass therapist, Uh, right? I
2: totally know. I just like take notes when she's talking. Me too. (laughs) Some of our audience does as well.
1: Uh So did you know that there's also a place that you can get information directly from her? On her website, right? Yeah. And didn't you do it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. So there's all these free workshops that they're offering. And at thecawleyinstitute.com, you can sign up for those. K A L I is how you spell Kali, and then Institute, the thekaliinstitute.com. Get it done. So, the
1: conversation or the interview with Feather was so powerful. Powerful. Yeah. She's amazing. She really I've is. I've never heard her talk live before. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. Either. The workshop that I attended with her was a, a life changer.
0: I appreciate her balance of compassion and directness. It's amazing. Ah, mm. she's That's a really It's good amazing. Point.
2: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into that.
0: Oh, geez. No, Here she is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Regulators, mount up.
2: <laughs> I'm like, Amy, come on. We got to answer our question. Oh, Remember,
0: Anna, r- you know
1: what? I don't have it on my outline. So I am so glad you're here to remind <laughs> me
0: of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was, was that wow. sarcasm. Holy shit. No, actually, it really wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was really condescending. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Thanks, no. Anna. I'm glad. Uh, you're no, you're serious. No,
1: I really, I forgot to put the. Yeah, All it, I, I so. mean, All right. Anna's like my personal <laughs>
2: outline for real.
0: <laughs> Thank oh, you for getting not. into
2: that no okay. sarcasm. So yeah. um, we ended that episode with our random question Would you rather eat rotten tomatoes? tomatoes? Tomatoes or a can of cat food. And so I want to know what you two would choose.
1: Rotten tomatoes, especially if I could somehow cook them.
2: You know what I just thought? What about, okay, I've never had cat food.
1: (laughs) I, I can't even I know. think cat food smells so yeah.
0: bad. That's the
2: only thing, like, what right away. I'm the, like, what if you well, got the premium salmon or well, something? Well, okay, are we talking about, like, the stuff in the can or, like, the pebbles? I guess stuff. that's right where my head went, is the
0: stuff in the can. That's where in mine the gelatinous substance around oh, it. Oh,
1: oh,
2: okay. I <laughs> actually
1: don't know if I can have this conversation. Without <laughs> <laughs> some puke in if my it mouth. Was the,
0: it, if it was <laughs> rotten tomatoes or the dry pellets, the dry pellets for sure. If it's the gelatinous substance around Mm. salmon?
2: (laughs) Because I was thinking, okay, what if you put it in a pan? If you put it in a pan, and, you know, would that affect how... Keep going the with that. The equation of like, okay, how bad is the cat food? If you like that, mix yeah. it in with like some mayonnaise. No, how no. Celery no mayonnaise Do some yeah. cat food no. tuna salad.
0: <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Your, Anna just got kicked oh, out of this I session. I am begging. <laughs> Sick. Wait, so
1: Anna, would you choose I'm, wet I'm tr- cat food in a can <laughs> over a rotten tomato? This is what
2: I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to weigh it. What if you
1: could not doctor up either one?
2: okay how rotten are the tomatoes do they have like mold are they like
1: they're squishy they have like some black oozing liquid coming out
2: come on (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking worst case scenario for both of these things okay which would it be i I almost make a decision uh, okay i would make a tuna salad cat no 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 no, no, just answer oh, oh oh no no doctor straight form And do you have to eat the whole straight form? Just answer
0: it straight form tomatoes. Me too. Yeah, I can't do cat food. Yeah. Just the smell. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. Now so, I would say that is not my favorite question. So, here we <laughs> are.
2: The, the visual, the, like, visceral. I
0: can't. I can't. You didn't need to say
1: gelatinous substance. <laughs> Up the ante. <laughs>
2: well, it's like, okay, if you think the worst case scenario for both of them, that's what really changes it and or, like, the quantity. You know what I True. mean? Like, there's a maybe lot the, the of maggots on the
0: cat food. What did you do
2: then? <gasps> oh, it, See, okay. The Where is the? We're gonna stop. We have so much good stuff. What if there's okay,
1: maggots on okay, 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 the tomatoes? Okay, 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 okay We have okay. so much good this stuff. Okay. To okay. Talk she's
0: raining us in, folks. Yes, good, here okay. we are. Okay. Here, call. here call. we <laughs> are, ladies. There <Good> <laughs> we are. Yeah, We just spent an hour debating this. Okay, so now we're gonna
2: stop. So,
1: now we're gonna stop. We're gonna. Feather Burkhauer has so many great resources available to people, and if you. Google her and find. It. you can find all of them. At the end of our interview, there were two resources that she mentioned that were two different books by the same author, and the author is Gavin DeBecker. And one book is co- titled Protecting the Gift, Keeping Children and Teenagers Safe and Parents Sane. The other book is titled The Gift of Fear, Survival Signals That Protect Us from Violence. Okay, so lots of great stuff came up from the interview with Feather. And I know for the three of us, we've been talking so much about intuition. So really, we want to focus this episode around our connection to our intuition Mm -hmm. or just in general, like connection to intuition. And what what is that?
2: And I think, you know, for that and that idea of the connection to trusting your gut. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. what is that all about?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Trusting your gut. Yeah, definitely. And,
2: like, the whole, you know, trust your gut, it's become such a trite thing to hear. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what does that really mean? Like, right. what does that look like? Feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And how do you go from, like, possibly having a situation where you've been in where you can't trust your gut or you feel like you trusted your gut and it, it led you astray? Mm-hmm. How do you gain that trust back? Mm-hmm. Well, but
1: I think that that actually wraps into the fear, though, too. I know I'm talking about this fear thing, but it's like, is there a point where fear isn't a gift any longer? Mm-hmm. And it is like it's overriding something, mm-hmm. you know, or like trust your gut. Yes, always. I don't know. Or, like you know, like, how do you even... A good change in tone to get the question mark at you the end that. of always. I yeah. got it. Well voice. done, Amy. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Up with the voice. Yes. Well done. Yes. Thank you to my acting, my voice acting coach. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, what do you think? Like, what do you think about that? Like What's you. The question, the question is.
0: I I actually. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. right, know. Okay, we can Talk do this to work. Intuition and yeah. the question of fear. I mean, yeah, yeah intuition think, and fear, and how do they link together? Yeah, like I. So, so my
1: first question was, what are your thoughts around fear being a gift rather than a negative? But I know you're really hooked into this, like trust your gut being trite or so, intuition. So do you, wanna, so you want to, however you want to, versus
2: intuition and what that looks like? Yeah. So yeah, I said trusting your gut. I feel like it's often said it's like a wonderful thing to say. It's a wonderful thing to think or believe. But it's like, what does that look like? And I feel like the question... That I want to answer (laughs) is Yeah. Is what's the difference between fear and intuition? How are they different and how are they similar? Yeah. Possibly. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like fear almost feels like intuition gone overboard in a way Mm. or like it almost feels like it's something completely out of my control that's running on its own. Whereas intuition I associate with more or this idea of trusting your gut is more of a positive. So that's kind of how I'm separating them, where I f- feel like the fear has more of a negative connotation towards to me mm-hmm. in my head. So I'm kind of viewing them as two separate things and fear almost running on its own.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think you control your intuition?
2: You know, I don't think so. I think that's the beauty of it, honestly, is the intuition is something we know Mm -hmm. you know it's something that I already know and it's more of a practice of listening to that and honing it and um, paying attention to it Mm -hmm. because I feel like so much of my life has or you know when I've um, not trusted my gut for example Mm -hmm. has been me ignoring Mm -hmm. the gut feeling or Mm -hmm. the like messy non-convenient parts of like what my gut is telling me. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I find that I ignore my intuition because it, it's more complicated, mm-hmm. what it's asking me to do.
1: You want to give an example of when you didn't listen to your gut or it being a complicated <laughs> situation? Yeah, I mean, and we can come back to too, it too personal,
2: but... maybe, you know, just kind of like the idea of not speaking up in situations where it's like, I feel a pull, like, so I have social anxiety. And so a lot of times I'll feel a pull to say something and then I don't say something. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, well, I guess fear is leading the show in that mm-hmm. situation. But like if I feel a pull to do something and then I don't do it, I feel like I'm not trusting my intuition or my gut that's so asking me you, to do something. So, so just as a, like an everyday example.
1: And so would you say that pull that you feel is intuition?
2: To me, that's what it looks like. It looks like a a pull to do something, and it looks like a hook in me. Mm -hmm. There's something that's saying, hey, Anna, pay attention to me over here. Mm -hmm. And it's my choice if I say, oh, shut up, Mm -hmm. like, hush, I'm not paying attention to you right Mm -hmm. now. What you want would complicate my situation. Mm -hmm. But I always regret it if I don't listen to it. And I think about that quote. I believe Rumi said it. Is that how you say it? Are -hmm. you? Am Mm -hmm. I? What you seek is also seeking you, mm-hmm. and so that's the like intuition, the pull, the hook, the mm-hmm. like that. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like for me in my life. What about you, too?
0: Well, I was thinking about fear is I think ultimately in our brains a primal thing, and so it's set up for survival. Mm-hmm. And so if we were in caveman days, let's say, and we were hunting and gathering, and we our brains needed to be aware of what was happening around us so that we could. If a saber-toothed tiger jumped out of a bush, then we could have a response. And so then we can respond. So we could fight, flight, freeze, whatever the responses are that we would do. And so I think fear has a lot to do with survival. But and that then, is in a specific part of the brain, too. It's a very specific mm-hmm. part of the brain. But then I also think, like, if in terms of fear and situations that... And intuition and fear in situations that could harm us, I think intuitively we feel that something is not right. Mm-hmm. And that brings, like, a fearful feeling within our body. Mm-hmm. And I think that when those things are happening, if we don't listen to it because we're trying to be polite, like mm-hmm. like Feather talks about, or we're trying to fall into social rules or whatever, then if something bad happens, then our nervous systems get overwhelmed. And then in our systems, like, what wires together fires together. And so then fear is then linked in with situations like that we need to be, because we didn't listen to it before, so then it gets like more sensitive, and our alarm system. So if you think about it, like your information comes into your brain, and then is like, if we wanna simplify it, put into two compartments, right? Mm -hmm. So one is things functioning normally, and one's like, oh shit, we need to be aware of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, um, gatekeeper, right? then gets either really, really sensitive when we've had an intuitive hit on something and fear has been involved. And if something bad has happened, then that part of our brain gets a very a lot more sensitive, and then things just get directed into the fear column, mm. even if it's not scared. So they, mm. they have, does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So rather than going into the normal side, right. it just because it's like so overwhelmed. Because,
0: because our nervous systems were overwhelmed at some point. So that's like what trauma is, right? So yeah. our nervous system got overwhelmed. So a lot of times when people have had traumatic experiences, oftentimes they may or may not have a bad feeling that something bad was going to happen. Hmm. Is it with uh-huh, me? Is this uh-huh. making sense? Yep, okay. yep, yep. Sometimes I get lost in things that's so keep me in check on that. And so then when things have been linked in that way and then something bad happens, then going forward, so after the incident happens and then going forward, our system thinks that there's real tigers all over the place Mm -hmm. when really there's just paper tigers all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so our system acts like that. And so then fear gets Mm overactivated, and we have to be able to decipher what is fear versus intuition. Mm -hmm. And so... This is not a plug for my course. So this is, <laughs> but it's gonna sound like it. So I did a so people You can plug <laughs> <that> your <Yeah>, course. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm thinking yeah. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> Plug
2: that shit no, but, exactly. But, but, but so I
0: did a course, a free course for, on our website and not on less alone, but on the So that talks about how to recognize intuition and then how to like get in touch with it. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't understand mm. how you yeah. get in touch with intuition and what the hell that thing is. Yes. And so it's five videos that walks you through like how do I do this. And what's
2: that called? So they can oh. find it?
0: Oh, that's a good question we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll li- link yeah. to the freebie the course on that so it's just interesting that i think that that has a lot to do with fear and intuition in the same yes. type of thing and i yes. think like fear is usually something that unless it's overactivated, is like this thing is going to harm me but intuition is like a whisper sometimes to like mm. make a different decision or a nudge or a hook or a pull to like Take you in the direction that maybe you're supposed to go. And so intuition, I think, doesn't necessarily... It can be show up when fear. Like, you can be like, I should do this and I'm, I'm scared shitless to do it. Mm. So that could be like, a, it's not necessarily going to harm me. You right. Know? That intuition can is just like our... If we can tap into that and know what it feels like in our bodies particularly, then that can like be the rudder that steers us. Because mm. I don't know. I think oftentimes people are afraid not related to feather stuff, but are afraid that they're going to make the wrong decisions. And if they listen to that gut, so we need to learn how to tap into that, then I think that it doesn't really steer us wrong. And if it steers us over here, it's because we had something to learn. Mm. And so for me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> We like that. <laughs> so for yeah. me, anytime that intuition has like shown up repeatedly and I need to hear something, it will always show up as a whisper mm. and like, hey, hey have chap, you thought chap, about chap. this or I'll see whatever and then mm. and then it will start That's off. so it. loving it's so yeah yes. <laughs> well i think that it's coming from like so in my belief system like i think that it's coming from like universe right so then yeah. like hey hey listen and then it starts off and then it gets louder and louder and louder and then it's like a scream like hey i'm going to make this Bitch, decision yeah. listen <laughs> yeah. listen yeah, totally. yeah i got something to say right. here so, <laughs> you're not listening right, yeah. right. so ah, yeah. like when i needed to i needed to, um, i think i don't know how many years of, maybe six years ago but when I started to meditate I heard it probably from oh I don't know seven people and I'm like oh my god you heard and then what? I saw that I needed to meditate no I hear but that it, shit so all the and time and then I was like on billboards and every like well maybe because they were tapped in Facebook popped up but that was probably because they were fucking <laughs> they were listening, listening. <laughs> but like all these places and then this person talking about meditation this one and I'm like oh my god I hear but that's you very, that's yeah. interesting because that's not coming from inside huh
1: That's not coming from inside, like intuition. But but it's about paying attention to it. But it's where my
0: awareness is. So maybe so.
2: So I think that's a really important thing Mm -hmm. to point out. So this is so interesting how this conversation is evolving because I don't link fear and intuition together. I know you really
1: don't like. I know. I know. Naturally.
2: Yeah.
0: What about you? Were you done, Erin? Well, so I would say, so what do you think about you're getting it, that you get intuitive hits off something, but you're scared to act on those intuitive hits?
2: No, that's a good point. Yeah, that would be fear, I guess.
1: Do you think they're like... Fear in response to your intuition, though, because that's also a different thing to clarify. Because it's like, it's not that fear... See,
2: I wouldn't put fear and intuition side by side. I put fear on top of intuition and not wanting to act on it. Do you see what I'm saying? Can you clarify that? Clarify that. So like... The way we've been talking about fear and intuition is that they're side by side, like they're neighbors. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think of fear as living in the house of intuition and wanting me to not act because I'm scared of the result. Mm. And I think what of I'm fear as a survival mechanism. Me too. I well, think, I mean, I think I of too. fear
1: as like a protector. Yeah. And I think of intuition as a protector. Yes. Like I, I oh, okay. feel like.
2: Okay. So that's how they're the same.
1: That's how I see them to be. Yo, the same. Okay,
2: who's the clarifier now? Hey <laughs> me, yeah. Let me try it. <laughs> That's good. Y'all need to get some karaoke going because y'all are singing into these microphones like we're a freaking Friday oh, night karaoke man. bar. That's going to be our
0: next venture. <laughs> no, it's not ever.
2: <laughs> I'm like, did I just step into an open mic karaoke night? Come karaoke listen to the night? trio. Let we're alone, don't do that no. ever. No. Oh, plug your ears.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. Um, my thoughts about intuition or what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay.
2: So, who, me? <laughs> oh, I yes, don't you me
1: talk. Okay, so <laughs> oh, my. I do think that when I think about fear, I think of it as a signal. And mm-hmm. when I think about intuition, I think about it mm-hmm. as a signal. And I think both come from within. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely have had times in my life where I have a gut feeling where it, I don't know if it's kind of what you're saying about the hook, but I kind of feel it's just like this nagging, like, Mm -hmm. "Ah." and it is sometime it's not necessarily physiological, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it has been. What does that look like? The gut-brain connection is Like really like, like just like my stomach doesn't feel right. Mm. Like really, Physiologically, whether that's I don't know. Like, but get then, the runs or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question.
2: <laughs> Aaron's
1: just shaking her. Head. I would say though, like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. my stomach could get upset. I could yeah. have pain in my stomach. I, could, I mean, I have like <laughs> whatever. Okay, thank you. But then also. Not necessarily physiologically, but just inside like this. Like (laughs) I'm just trying to talk and I'm just watching Anna, watch Aaron, but no, 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 no. We're good. Totally good. I think that intuition is yes, signals. Mm -hmm. So I have had recent experience of a relationship where I had a gut feeling like something wasn't right. Mm. You know, and man, that for me, it was a nagging. There was a nagging. Mm -hmm. Something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. And I would turn into a real bitch, frankly. And, you know, like, or I would check in and be like, what is up? You know, like, oh, why do I feel so whatever disconnected or whatever it might be? And it's like, I knew that. I felt that inside somewhere. But. I wouldn't say it was necessarily fear that didn't make me act it was something else which I don't know yet but you know it's like come to find out there really was a lot going on that I was not privy to or aware of and now I'm like oh my god you know it's
2: like hindsight is 2020 mm-hmm. right and it's like holy cow well so and then like when you do confront it or do Act on it in your in that specific situation or in other ones. And if someone tells you, no, 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 mm-hmm. you're mistaken. Mm-hmm. What effect does that then have on that gut feeling?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, by not listening what happened. Like what, how mm-hmm. does that affect that? Crazy town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that... When
0: you're in crazy town, what does that look like for yeah. the help of our listeners? Because this is not an uncommon experience for people. Yeah, yeah. so
1: I think for me... You know, I had this guy, I had this guy. I'm like, what is wrong? What is, there's disconnect. There's, I've lost, I've lost you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, no, you know, everything's fine. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. or or even like sometimes it would be almost like I have the problem Mm -hmm. here. And so for me, Crazy Town looked like, holy crap, what is wrong with me? You know, or like, what have I been like? Am I making Mm -hmm. shit up in my head? Or like... I guess, you know, like, not necessarily having the awareness, like, in the moment where I'm like, something's wrong with my intuition. Mm -hmm. I never had that, like, clear of a thought. But it's very real. But it's very real. Yes. It seems
2: like an undermining of that instinct.
0: Yes. I think a very common, right? I think that's what it is for people, though, is that they, because there's no tangible proof Mm -hmm. that... Like, there's nothing that you can touch. Like, right. hey, they point to this thing. Right. And so that, I think, is what the crazy-making part is. Because yes. it's like, something is, and then... then It's so abstract. Yes, it and so is. that's the crazy-making part, yes. is that it's abstract.
1: But here's the thing that I think is very interesting, and that I'm really grateful for, is that in the end, I got something tangible. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a real gift for... For my intuition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's a big deal. And I feel for the people out there who don't get that, mm-hmm. you know, like they don't have the 2020 in hindsight. You know, it's like I did. I got to see like, holy crap, you know, like and to be honest, like at the end of this particular situation i did listen to my gut Mm -hmm. you know i finally did have to say like it's either this or that like i knew i did not want to exist in crazy town anymore Mm -hmm. whether my gut was right wrong right or indifferent Mm -hmm. it was like i was not being able to be sane Mm -hmm. like I, i just wasn't and i was so unhappy and i'm really grateful that now it's like okay I now know I can trust my gut. Mm -hmm. What a gift. Mm -hmm. That's a gift. It's a gift Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people who like live for a long time. And frankly, like that
2: undermining is happening so often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, it's a word that has been in coming up lately is the Mm gaslighting that's often Mm -hmm. you know you can google it and find out more about what that looks like Mm -hmm. but it is such an insidious thing where someone So essentially
0: can i just give a little oh yeah yeah. yeah, so essentially like if you say like let's say amy's drinking out of a black water bottle right now and amy knows that that water bottle is black but then if i tell her no that water bottle is white and anna says no that water bottle's white and amy's like no it's black and we're like no amy that water bottle's white mm-hmm. and we and so, repeatedly tell her that questions. then she makes like fuck maybe i don't know what mm-hmm. wait is that, is that black is mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yes that mm-hmm. was like <laughs> <laughs> that was my <laughs> acting. acting you did, did good you like a good job anna? but does that make sense
0: that, does that explain what okay well, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. right, great Thank keep going i <laughs> get an <in> oscar <laughs> keep
2: going i would like to think <laughs>
1: By the way, I do have a black water bottle in
0: studio. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just the example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, no. but it's white, Amy. No! <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, keep going. You were talking, Anna. Yeah. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
1: so I think there is something, though, with fear. So I'm going to try to circle this back yeah, to fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Job. Good job. Because I also think that, again, that signal of like, fear, I got to get out of here. I feel like. Intuition. I have to be moving a little bit slower in life Mm -hmm. and I need to be in one of my most best selves. Right. Mm -hmm. Able and open to listen to intuition. I think it's
0: more gentle. And subtle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And fear is like, like,
1: you got to get the fuck
0: out of here. You need to get, yes, urgent, urgent. I think that's the difference. Yeah.
1: And I appreciate fear. Frankly, Mm -hmm. I do agree with what, Aaron you were saying about, like, it can become so overactive. And then, Mm -hmm. like, everything goes into fear. And I've lived in that place before in my life, you know, where it's like there's these triggers and they're Mm kind of, oh, you know. And my immediate reaction is like, Freak out, fear, you know? And then I think I have also heard a term often about, you know, well, it's either faith or fear. And I do think for me, being able to come down from fear, Mm -hmm. like, okay, yes, I get this response. It's fear, move it. I got to move it or I don't. And then whatever I choose to do. But either way, faith in the end. And also, I have to say that I do think that a lot of intuition is somehow related to spirituality. I agree. Mm. I do.
2: Okay, so for wait, people... Can I, wait, oh, hold okay, on, sorry. Okay. We no, so I, I didn't wanna... mean to cut
0: you off, but I wanted to <laughs> Thanks, comment. Thanks, Erin. Sorry, but I wanted to comment on something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you were talking about faith, fear and faith, and I think that they are not mutually exclusive, fear yeah. and mm-hmm. faith. And I think that that there is often this thing where you have to have faith or you have to just not be scared. And it's never about not feeling your feelings. Mm. Like, it's about feeling your mm. feelings. I get real, real <laughs> fired up about this because there's so much of like, oh, just push the fear aside. Well, it's telling you something. And so yes. like, it's then what... Yes, and so it's what a signal? Yes, and so yes. maybe if it if it is overactive, then what is underneath driving that? Yes, and then like acknowledging that, noticing that they're like sitting down having a cup of tea with fear, like, "Hey, mm. dude, you're here. Like, what yeah. are you trying to tell me?" Mm-hmm. And figuring out that way, right? And so like, yeah. do not ignore it. So this is not, in my opinion, not compartmentalizing that. Like, you can have faith. Like, okay, I believe this is working out, and I'm shitting my pants because yes. I have to make this decision yeah, or I have to do and. this thing. Yes. Yeah. Like it's the end. Yes, Yes. the end comes up. Coming up. Yes, but you need to feel the feelings. You don't need to stay trapped in the feelings, but it's like really important to feel the feelings because they're there for information. Well, it's like
2: the idea of fear getting a seat on the bus but not driving the yes! bus. Yes! Parts
0: work! I, so actually, I was
1: going to ask Aaron, yes. will you explain the bus? Because I think that is such a helpful Yeah, because you said that shit, right? Visual. Uh, well, maybe.
2: I think you did. <laughs> right, right, no, it, right. it, it, okay. you did. This, okay. so, you said
0: this to me a bunch. Right. So then there's this whole type of therapy called internal family systems and they do parts work. I am not trained in ter- internal family systems, but And you're bus- not giving advice. I'm not giving advice. And my business partner is trained so we Talk about internal family systems because I think it's amazing work, and you should look into it. Right, Mm -hmm. and so
2: and actually, Crystal has helped me because I'm she's trained in it. Yes, and it's it's amazing, crazy,
0: and so awesome. Yes, and so there is. So if you think ten ten
2: (laughs) ten, ten recommend. So if you have.
0: (laughs) If you think 1010, 10 recommend. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Okay. Family system. Right. It's awesome. So it's like that we have all these different parts. So this is not multiple personalities, nothing. This is right. that we all have different parts because of things that have happened to us in our it, life. I
2: have to say, having done this work with Crystal, it did feel like. Oh my word! Is, are we getting into like multiple personalities? I, it, yes, it feels like that, but it's
0: not crazy, Tom. No. And I was listening to Jonathan Van Ness. You know, I love Queer Eye, and he's the groomer <laughs> on Queer Eye. But he just put out a book called Over the Top. <laughs> the and
2: that makes it sound like he's m- like grooming. Folks. No, he <laughs> is.
0: No, he's like does all sorts of things with people's hair. Yeah. and so and so beard stylist, a stylist. Yeah. yeah, but he talks about grooming. That's the title. It's like, um. and so he. In the book, he for his therapy, he did parts work. So he talks about parts work throughout this whole book, which I love. And just, just a quick clarification.
1: I don't know why I keep saying that word this episode. <laughs> okay. But anyway.
0: We're clarifying a lot of things. Parts. <laughs> yes. Meaning? Different parts of ourselves. Different feelings within ourselves? No, like different parts of our personalities, different okay. parts of who we are. Past, Past present, future. All the, um, okay. Uh, maybe no, maybe future. future. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> the concept of driving the bus. So if if we have a bus and... You're driving along. You want the adult part of you, like the the self-energy, to be driving that bus. So I don't know what all the C's are, but I think they're compassionate, curious, caring. What are some other C words? So a bunch of C words that are driving the bus. So this is in this loving presence that you can just be in, like your best self, right? So we yes. all have this self-energy. And then because of how our life has showed up, then we have all these different parts. So... I have a three-year-old part. I have a six-year-old part. Mm-hmm. I also have, a, like, an angry teenager. I have a mm-hmm. shameful part. I have whatever all the different parts I are. I have
2: a very skeptical part that yes. was yeah. very questioning yes. all this parts of right. shit. We have yeah. all these.
0: So, so that's a protective <laughs> yeah. part. And yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. when we think about the different parts. And, and so all of the parts, you can't kick anybody off the island, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can't <laughs> kick anyone and be like, oh, you were misbehaving we on the bus. Yeah. Get, you get out. Day. Get right? Out, right? out That's not how this bus. works. Right. But if you think about it, like, so we want that self-energy to be driving the bus. And if that self-energy is not taking care of business the way that these parts think that it needs to take care of it, so if our adult self is not stepping forward, then these little parts step in. So for me, I would never, like, if I get triggered by something that is related to my three-year-old self, right? Then I don't want my three-year-old self driving the bus because who wants a three-year-old driving their bus? Yeah. No one, They right? do
2: not know how to drive well. They,
0: <laughs> they do not know how to drive well. <laughs> they drive into yes, all sorry, this shit. No, they can't even see over the steering wheel. <laughs> and so, so, or I don't want my... And I think like emotionally, yes. if you're a three-year-old... Yes. Then you're like emotionally totally out of whack. Yes.
1: And ha- yeah. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Throwing temper tantrums. Yeah. Although I do wish that I could throw temper tantrums like in the middle of Target sometime, mm-hmm. and then you just get it out of your system, and then you're done. Yeah. That'd be great. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm not suggesting to do that, by the way, but it'd be nice. You'd probably right? get arrested.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably. Bro. Anyway, one so- of
2: ten. Do not recommend that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Who> brought her. <laughs> okay. So did that help explain it? So, yeah, so I think who that was is driving great. your bus? So if you feel like, ugh, I feel so off, like what is happening right now? I'm being You don't want to ignore that. You don't want to ignore it. And so you wanna be like turned to like, hey, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Like why are you here right now? And yeah. it's like Okay. it's well, like
2: fear. Okay, fear. Get out of like, the seat. I'm
0: scared that you are making this bad decision, and then this is going to make yeah. us not have retirement money when we're in the future. Whatever yeah. the thing is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, okay, I understand your concerns, and I have this taken care of. Like, what do I need to do to help you feel okay? That I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Then you can go and relax in the back of the bus. Right.
1: And so right. like your best self is almost having a conversation with these parts. Yes. And then it's like you hear them. Mm-hmm. You. Acknowledge you, give them them, a voice. you give them a voice. Well,
2: it's so interesting. It's like so,
1: parenting Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So
2: like when I did this work with Crystal, mm-hmm. your business partner, mm-hmm. it was so wild because so I was like questioning even like the EMDR, like how does this work? And she was just so validating, mm-hmm. like, walking me through this oh, yeah. process. Yep. And, you know, that's what a great therapist does. Mm-hmm. And she was like okay what does this part need to hear like Mm -hmm. can we have this part of you sit next to you and Mm -hmm. it was so trippy and then I Mm -hmm. said to that part like she walked me through this whole thing it was wild I had never done this with a therapist before and it was like hey I hear you I know you're skeptical about this shit right now but I I can handle this and Mm -hmm. I know you're trying to keep Mm -hmm. me safe and I want you to sit next to me Mm -hmm. and we'll do this together and And if if anything comes up, you tell me and we'll deal with it then. But you're gonna Mm -hmm. sit here next to me and trust that I am safe here with Crystal as I work through this. So so beautiful. That's crazy. So kind and so So loving. Loving. Yes. And just like I can make space for this fear and it can have a seat, but that motherfucker is not driving this damn bus. You know? (laughs) It's like I need to be on the road to healing and Mm -hmm. dealing with this stuff and like. It was just so
0: kind. When when so my therapist kind. did when I did not exercise with that my I have this part called my Frida part as in Frida Kahlo which is this like bad badass part that gets things done. And I'm like, who can I name this after? I'm like, oh Frida for sure. Yeah. So my Frida is who I thought my adult self was mm. like get you done, be productive, uh. do things, blah, blah blah all this stuff. And then I realized like, oh, this is a part of me. And so my therapist had me take that part and set it to the side of me. Mm. And I I don't know that I have been nothing happened like physically nothing happened right right. And so but she had me inside. Do the same thing and have that part sit next to me, and I have never been like so scared in my body, like oh my god, like because I felt super exposed and super vulnerable. So the work point being is very very powerful, but that's the only way that I like differentiated that it's like oh wow, this is a part of me. When people are like, that's just how I am. No, that's just how a part of you is. Yes. Yes. Well, and also, so
2: Crystal also helped me recognize this, like younger part of me and you know this is the, all the parts work mm-hmm. and stuff and like ask that younger self like this middle school self version mm-hmm. of me what does she have to tell you? Yes. Well and oh, I think about that, that
1: work is so, so good with people. Good. I so think good. about that in terms of the reparenting
2: Yeah. Where it's
1: like so often or I feel like lately it, there's just been a lot about like mm-hmm. Mother yourself, yeah, you know, like care for yourself. How would you, how would you mother your child in this situation or whatever?
0: And how I, would
2: you treat yourself in this situation? How would you mother yourself? Is that the
0: yeah. So if your three year old's in the driver's seat or your yeah. six year old or whatever, you wouldn't be like, you need to go fucking away. Right. Right. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, tell me. So you'd yeah. scoop up that mm-hmm. part of you, yeah. And then you'd set that part on your lap and you'd yeah. like tap them on the back, like, okay, and you would yeah. calm them well, that's and nice them. That you
2: want to drive. Yeah. And then the, yeah. yeah.
0: And then like and then what you'd, is you'd yes. Go buckle them into their safety. Yeah, like, seat. hey, tell me yeah. what's going on. And then it's like, Okay, are we good? <laughs> yeah. You need anything else? Oh, you need some you juice? Here you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's and nice. then you buckle them in. And you're like, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm just going to be driving and you can be in your own space. Yeah. And, well, it's and like love how that. you handle well, that. And yes. like also yeah. the,
2: like the visual, too, of like these parts sitting next mm-hmm. to you. And, oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's cool. so great. Yes. It is really, really. And you know what? It's not just a
1: whole bunch of hearsay. Like there's so from the American there's like science behind yep. this. Right. The science yep. behind the validity of our Intuition or gut feelings. Mm-hmm. So the question, like, should we trust our gut? And I guess how can we transition from driving the bus to that? We
0: just just do it. Yeah, we just yeah. do it. All right. Well, you just and did I mean, it.
2: like, I think to talk about that, when we would not trust our gut, why would we not trust our gut?
1: I think it's maybe because, because we wouldn't acknowledge the feeling. You mean, or the part of that self that's coming up, or no?
2: Did I lose you? I'm yeah, getting a confused maybe. face. Okay, so like...
1: Do you have an answer to the question that you're already
2: going to ask? <laughs> uh, I think yes, that's does. how I Go do it. Go for it. it. That's okay, just so a part of Anna. this yeah. is how I do it. So I ask a question, I pose it to you guys, and I actually have the answer I want to say. But
1: <laughs> it's not ever the exact question. I know, I'm yes, kind of working through this.
2: <laughs> but that's okay. Okay, so just say I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think the reason we would maybe not trust our gut Is because we've been hurt and we feel like it's been it's led us astray in the past. And so it's like, you know, the example you gave earlier about like being in a situation where you kept being told, no, 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 you're mistaken. You know, like Mm -hmm. the whole gaslighting situation. And it's like, how do you then trust yourself again? Because
0: the decision might be. Like, when you went into this, it might have been the right decision for you, but then you have no control over the other person. So there is free will, and the other person Mm -hmm. can do whatever the other person wants to do, and we might have wholeheartedly been like, this feels really good in my gut, and then something happened, either with the situation or the other person, or, like, whatever happened, like, then you believed that it was safe and good and mm-hmm. then it was, and maybe it was for, it probably was for a little bit and then something shifted and that's where I think those two things get fired and wired together mm. in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. right? And then
2: do you think people then associate, oh gosh, I, here I trusted my gut and it led me
0: astray. When, when really like... Now when, I can't trust yes, that. Yes, so maybe it, maybe it was not a great situation going into, right? However, a lot of times it is the right thing and then something shifts but we're too... And long, it becomes th- a wrong decision. And Comes becomes the wrong thing, By, but for I whatever staying. reason, it's hard to get out. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this article.
1: Yeah. So we've got a quote here that says, this is from the BigThink.com. Philip Perry, do you follow your gut? Scientists are zeroing in on where intuition comes from biologically. Okay. So the answer is, yes, you should trust it. Previous research has shown that when it comes to decision-making, going with your gut usually makes for a better outcome than if we go on intellect alone. Hmm. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It's a
0: huge deal. It's a huge
1: deal. Yes. Huge deal. Right. And this was January 2018. Okay, so there is one other article. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I want to share, too. And this is a little bit more current. It's August 2019, and it is by... Laura Kuchich, sure. maybe? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and published in scientificamerican.com. And it says one thing is clear intuition and rationality are not necessarily opposites. Rather, it is advantageous to master both intuition and analytic skills. Let us not follow our inner voice blindly, but let us not underestimate it either. So good. It's so, so good. good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Yeah. I think it's just so powerful that there's just there's science coming out to now back up. Right. What so many well, we have already believed. know yes. exactly all this research on exactly. yoga, all this research on meditation that's exactly. been happening for for. Well, and then you think about like mediums
0: and stuff, mm. and it's like how yep. they. Well cuz that's a whole different ball of wax and so we could yeah. do an entire episode on which
2: we should. We yes, should, we should. Absolutely. So mm-hmm, yes. I mean I f- the bottom line with this the connecting to our gut, the connecting yeah. mm-hmm. to those signals, the connecting to the intuition. Like I feel like It comes down to the best advice in whatever situation is what we already know. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's all about getting to that listening stage and trusting it. And if it's hard for you
0: to trust yourself, then there's probably work that needs to be done around that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. It's okay.
2: And I feel like it takes practice. Like in all of these things that we've talked about today, like it's the practice of. trying it out. And especially if you feel like you've been burned by your intuition or your gut, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe I start with something little like Mm
0: -hmm. and just
2: ease into it, try it out, practice, try again. Mm
0: -hmm. But Mm -hmm. and so to go back to Feather, right? So when she was talking about trusting your gut, like if it feels weird, it probably is weird. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so that's the breakdown of that. If it feels weird, it probably is weird. And to go in and just ask questions about whatever is happening, because Whoever the perpetrator is, is there, you're not an easy target then, and they're most likely going to avoid you. Yes. So if you haven't listened to that Feather episode, go back and listen to it. was yeah. yes. very, very, very helpful. Yes. well and
2: I think it's so empowering to know like by simply questioning this behavior Mm -hmm. yes like that right there is enough of a deterrent to get that to stop which is wonderful amazing I think it's even fascinating
1: to say the words like sexual abuse or Mm -hmm. sexual assault Mm -hmm. or you know what are your policies around sexual assault Mm -hmm. you know against children like it's
2: just enough that
1: yes, yes it's a huge yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah so we We have these cards. Amy brought them today, and they are available on ParentingSafeChildren.com, and they're these cards. You can buy them there, right? Yeah, you can buy them there. Yeah. And it's They're... like a pack and it just has like will you join our family's prevention team? And I think it's such an easy way. Like so I think it just is it feels awkward, right? Mm-hmm. So like to have this card and have this tool, like that makes it such an easy way to like broach the subject mm-hmm. that's like Ugh. Mm-hmm. like oh man.
0: And they just know. Mm-hmm. And then people will just just know that 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 you're You're Uh, on it. Thorough. And and
2: you're paying attention. And you're, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And you're not going to let it slide. And Mm -hmm. like,
1: wait, I have to tell you this, though. This is so exciting. So, after we interviewed Mm -hmm. Feather, Mm -hmm. my daughter wanted to have a play date. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, great, you know, let's do it. So sign it up. And I had never had a play date with this particular family before, you know, had this friend over. And I just want you to know, Mm-hmm. I already asked her if I could share this on the podcast, and like I've met her, she was at a at a party of mine at mm-hmm. one point, a barbecue or mm-hmm. something. But she was going to leave her daughter at my house without her there. Mm-hmm. So there was a new situation. So she said, I can read this again. But, Skylar, thank you. So she wrote, Good afternoon. I just wanted to check in on some things before her daughter comes over tomorrow afternoon. Please don't be offended. I ask everyone this before, and in home, Play date.
2: Oh, that's so good.
1: This was Skylar, literally right job. after.
0: Yes, this is great. Okay,
1: so then she says, "Are you escorting them on the walk home, or do your kids walk by yourself? Do you have firearms in your house, and if so, where are they kept, or are they kept locked? Do you have any medications that are easily accessible, or pill organizers lying around? Do you have marijuana edibles out? Does anyone very else, important in Colorado? Yeah. Yep. Does anyone else live with you outside of your immediate Ooh. unit?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and then good. she says, I'm sure I sound like a crazy lady. I'm happy to answer any of the same. Should your daughter come over to my house? And then it said her daughter's really looking forward to it.
2: That is good so great. Job. That's great. You know what I'd like to do? Can we take that text mm-hmm. and put it in our show notes yeah. as a resource? Yeah. Because just, I feel like yeah, it's for sure. something that the language around it is something that is often... Like, mm-hmm. ugh, how do I broach that? Yeah. But I really like how she sandwiched it between, like, yes, you know, nice, quote unquote, nice things. Yes. like, Yeah. Or, like, wonderful. also
1: with the buffer of, like, oh, I know I'm going to sound crazy, but. Just, like, calling also, it out. Yeah. And also saying, like, I ask everybody this. Yeah. Yeah. Just normalizing it so yes. much, mm-hmm. you yes. know. And anyway, I was so excited, of course. I was like, oh, my gosh, we just interviewed Feather and she knew Feather. And right. You ah, know, it was. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the timing so was, great. it was really great. It was really great. great. And I got to say, as a mom, I am like, my daughter can go over to her house mm-hmm. anytime. And I know I can ask her any question. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. totally yep. open book. So yeah. anyway, trust the gut. How are you trusting your gut? Yeah, I guess so our nugget. Yeah, nugget. Oh, yeah. Do you have the nugget? Yeah, the or nugget listen. is, how do you pay attention to your gut? Make a note of what you hear or feel from your gut or intuition.
2: And practice it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Practice practice it. Practice,
2: practice, practice. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. All right. Okay.
2: Time to land the plane. Landed. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. We have a great new way for you to support the show. If you love what we're doing, go hit up the Less Alone podcast swag shop. We got so much awesome stuff. All the proceeds go to supporting the show so we can create more awesome content for you. So what stuff did you guys get? I got the black sweatshirt and the
1: green trucker hat. Oh, I got a white cute. hoodie and a coffee cup. Oh, yeah.
2: I got the hat and a shirt. It's so cute. So go there.
0: com. Hit Swag Shop and get yourself hooked up. Take a picture and tag us on Instagram or any other social media and we'll... Uh, we'll repost it. Yeah. Yep.
1: Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.